This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Doesn't it seem like we talk about something, Jim, and then the next day it becomes a huge story? Of course, all the time. Regular basis. It's like it's, it's out there in the ether and we just pick it up. Yesterday we were talking about Evander Kane, uh, NHL player from the Sharks. He's not going to be playing for the next little bit because he forged his, um, his COVID-19 passport mm-hmm. his proof of vaccination and handed it into the team and they found out and and they weren't too happy about it and we were speculating about how bad his forgery was i made the comment does it look like one of those terrible fake license plates that we have seen over and over in the taz and jim listening area people think they can get away with uh, doing a homemade license plate taping it to the back of their car and <laughs> nobody's gonna notice right mm-hmm well, today in the news, there's a story about a hand-drawn license plate that was spotted in Caledonia. OPP are saying, don't laugh at this picture, which is almost like, uh, it almost encourages you to laugh more. Yeah, you're, you're bracing someone to get ready to laugh. Okay, don't laugh at this, <laughs> but yeah. it has got to be the worst fake license plate or forgery I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times they'll at least get computer paper and a blue marker so that it's like white on blue or whatever, blue on white, I should say. This time it's just folded over cardboard, uh, screwed or shingle nailed, I can't really tell, with two nails or screws, into the back of the van and then like a black marker that instead of making the numbers thick, they just went over the same line five times. (laughs) Like to make the line line seem thicker. It's so a it's like a it's a low effort. No, low it's effort, a, yeah. it, the weirdest part. It says C J V, and then the second half of the license plate, the cops still blurted out like it was a real <laughs> license plate. You know they'll do that so you can't search a vehicle. Yeah, and they, identify it. They, they still blurred the bl- fake license plate. But Jim, they blurted out. I can still tell what those numbers are. Yeah, they're zero seven six four. <laughs> you can blatantly tell. <laughs> But I think that must be a joke. The police must be in on that joke or else I don't know what's going on in this world. But this is the worst effort it's I've ever terrible. seen. It's terrible. It's terrible. Post the picture up on the Taz and Jim Facebook page. <laughs> we challenge you. If you can make a worse fake license plate Ow. and get arrested for it, we'll be <laughs> impressed. It's actually, you know, it, it, it looks more like a heat score than no license. You know what I mean? Like, it's so blatantly dumb. You're better off having zero license. Yeah. If there's nothing there and the cop's not paying attention, maybe yeah. he won't notice, but... It draws the eye. It really... <laughs> it's like, what is that garbage hanging from the back <laughs> of that car? Oh, is it supposed to be the license plate? <laughs> hey, have you been following this murder case, the, the Gabby Petito thing, Jim? A little bit. My girlfriend has been a lot more than I have. Yeah, they're looking for her fiancé. This is a homicide in the United States. 22-year-old girl, her remains were found in a national forest near Wyoming in mid-September. They're looking for Brian Laundrie, who is her fiancé. He's one of the most wanted out there right now. And how scary would this be? There's a guy named Severin Beckwith. And he was vacationing with his girlfriend, Anna Bretman, at the lodge at Fontana Village Resort near the Appalachian Trail. So he's at this resort, sitting around the cabin. Next thing you know, the door is kicked in. It's U.S. Marshals with their guns drawn, 
pointed at his face. He looks just like this Brian Laundry guy who is wanted for the murder of Gabby. He looks a lot like him. He really does. Yeah. Like he's got the same kind of bald, like kind of like balding hair, the beard. There's a picture of him with his girlfriend on the article I saw about this. And I, I thought it was Brian Laundry. Well, so did people who were working at this uh, resort. They tipped off the authorities. They, they grabbed this guy. They didn't believe him when he said he wasn't. He had to prove it uh, eventually by, uh, by showing him uh, identification over and over again, giving him this backstory. Here's my Instagram. And the big thing was he doesn't have the same tattoos as the guy that they're looking for. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Luckily, so they... Imagine, though, if he had, like, a generic... T- imagine he had a barbed wire tattoo, which every guy got. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, it's just a bad tattoo. <laughs> so the tattoos didn't match. They let the guy go. Do you get anything for that? Like, uh... Like one night's uh, rent free. Yeah. You kind of ruined accommodation for the weekend at the lodge at <laughs> Fontana Village Resort. I mean, they did rat you out to the U.S. Marshals. <laughs> if I was guilty, I'd also want my money back too. If I was actually Brian Laundry, that's not very nice. Yeah, I won't be staying for the entire week. Uh, could I get a credit? <laughs> <laughs> I am leaving a terrible Yelp review. Yeah, but uh, that would be just one heck of a surprise. As you're relaxing in a cabin, doors kicked in, guns drawn, badges out. Whoa. The only bigger surprise would be if it was Dog the Bounty Hunter who came in and kicked your door. Because <laughs> he's looking for He's him also too. on the hunt. Hey, uh, you know, this. everyone had this toy when they were a kid. Fisher Price's toy telephone, remember this? With the big googly eyes that went back and forth as the yeah. phone rolled along the ground? Uh-huh. Well, now Fisher Price is selling a Bluetooth version of their classic toy phone, but it can pair with your smartphone so your kids can use it to make actual phone calls. Your kids. Good sure. idea. <laughs> I, I would use it to make my own phone calls. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if your kids are actually using it, who knows who they're going to call? Because is it does it have the buttons or does it have like the old school rotary thing? You'd have to teach your kids how to use a rotary phone. Cause it, yeah, you remember you'd, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Takes forever. They would be lost, man. I don't know if they they would know how. It would take some explaining. Yeah, it's something that was so simple back in the day, taken for granted. Now it's it's the most confusing thing. I remember there was a video that went viral. It was probably ten years ago. So I mean, it must be worse now. But it was two teenagers. Uh, trying to figure out a rotary phone. Trying to make a phone call. were like dying laughing. And they, so what they were doing, they were pushing their finger in between the holes, like instead of dragging it along like uh-huh. you would, they were like pushing their fingers in there. And I mean, they looked stupid, but I'd probably be, probably be doing the exact same thing. The worst with the old rotary phone was when you got the, you screwed up on like the seventh number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, oh God, I got to start over. Oh, man. Do I really need my kids getting phone calls from telemarketers on their Fisher-Price phone? <laughs> hey, uh, Grayson, turns out you didn't pay your taxes or something. Some guy on the phone. Yeah. This is ca- the Canadian Revenue Service. There's a <laughs> warrant out for your arrest, kid. Grayson. <laughs> Unless you go get daddy's credit card mm-hmm. and give me his number. <laughs> 
Or if you get some creep, what's your favorite scary movie? Yeah. Oh, no thanks. On a Fisher Price telephone? <laughs> Is the eyes are staring at you? <laughs> the uh, the new Fisher Price Bluetooth phone that you can actually make phone calls on will cost between sixty and eighty dollars, and you can get them at Best Buy's website. Not on sale yet, but they are available for pre order. Are you ready for the metaverse? Jim? The what? The metaverse. Have you not heard of the metaverse? I've heard of the multiverse. Get on board. Metaverse is coming. What is it? It is a multiverse which incorporates more than just the real world. So if you are online in one realm, they are working to turn uh, the um, all online worlds into a single entity so you can if you're let's say you're playing a a game online and you are collecting experience points money that sort of stuff whatever all your assets that you are amassing virtually currently you can't cross that stuff over into another um realm online sure if you're playing mario you can't give you can't go to sonic and give him rings can't cross those over. Right. Coins, whatever it is. I don't really understand it, but they're trying to merge everything. So kind of like the the movie Ready Player One, where you go in and there's, mm-hmm. you know, you can go into all these different games and spaces in the virtual world, but you're still the same character. You have the same identity online, no matter what it is you're doing online. And Facebook is really shifting their focus towards the metaverse. This is this is big for them moving forward, and you know there's got to be some money in it if Facebook is taking this seriously. It's to the point where Mark Zuckerberg next week, he's expected to rebrand Facebook. They think it's going to have a new name. Really? They're going to rename Facebook. There's so, been so much bad publicity that they're going to try to rebrand? Well, they want to focus on the metaverse, so okay. I guess Facebook isn't... Uh, isn't a brand they think is meta enough. <laughs> so they're going to try something new. I figure that Taz and Jim listeners could help them out here. Uh, we'll post on our Facebook page and we'll ask you guys, how meta is this? We're going to post on Facebook. What should Facebook be called instead of Facebook? And then we can send all those suggestions Mark Zuckerberg's <laughs> way. All right. So we'll get that up there. Taz and Jim on Facebook will ask you guys a question. Make sure you comment, and uh, and I guess we'll wait and see what they've decided on. Maybe one of our suggestions will slide in there at the last minute, hmm. and that'll be the new name of Facebook next week as we get closer to the metaverse. Some other superhero movie news. This, is, this isn't great if you're a fan of the genre. A bunch of Marvel films have been pushed back. Marvel and Disney movies have been pushed back. Over the past uh, year and a half, we've kind of got used to film release dates being delayed a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now, this isn't anything crazy. For example, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness was supposed to come out next March. Instead, it's going to come out May the 6th. So you'll have to wait a little bit longer for that one. Not bad. Thor Love and Thunder was supposed to come out May 6th, but now Doctor Strange Hmm. is stealing... Thor's Love and Thunder, uh, it's coming out May 6th, so they're pushing that one to July the 8th. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, is being moved to November 11th of next year. 
Captain Marvel sequel, The Marvels, is being pushed back from November 2022 to February 2023. And Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, <laughs> is moving to July 2023. Holy, there's a lot of movies. <laughs> we're, yeah, in, we're in phase three, aren't we? Holy, or whatever they yeah, want to call yeah, it. Yeah, full tilt phase Holy. three. That's a lot of movies coming out. <laughs> You have The Eternals, new Marvel movie, which comes out uh, November 5th, so a couple weeks. You still have Shang-Chi, which I haven't seen. You went and checked it out, said it was pretty good, Jim. Yeah, I liked it. It's still in theaters, so definitely, even though we've got some delays, there's a lot of comic book movie stuff for you to chew on over the next couple years. Another note, Indiana Jones 5 is being pushed back a full year. Holy, I mean... From July 2022 to June 30th, 2023. And Harrison Ford will be... When that movie comes out, he'll be a couple weeks away from his 81st birthday. Okay. Hang in there, brother. <laughs> wow. A, a, an 80-year-old Indiana Jones. I'm curious <laughs> to see how they make this work, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if we talked about this, but yeah, we were thinking that Sean Connery was old when he played uh, Indy's dad back in the day, and he was like 55. Uh-huh. So now Indiana Jones is, when this was getting shot, 78, 79? Oh, boy. I'm in my 40s, and it was a bit of a struggle to bend over and put my socks on this morning. So <laughs> It's going to be cool to see Indiana Jones use his whip to get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> put it over the, the railing. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to pick up stuff off the uh, floor. Sure, yeah. Whip <laughs> get stuff off the top shelf. There is a bit of a backlash or a backside lash uh, when Hooters introduced new shorts for their servers to wear in the past couple weeks, Jim. Yeah, you, uh, we all know. I've never been to a Hooters before. Never? But no. Not Where in Niagara they? Falls? There's one in Niagara Falls. There used to be one in London. There's one in downtown Toronto. But it, it, much bigger in the United States. There's Hooters everywhere. Yeah, it seems to be uh, a part of the culture a little bit more. I don't know. Yeah, being a Hooters girl used to be a pretty big deal. If you could get hired and you're a Hooters girl, it would be like uh, you were the uh, the debutante of the ball. Are you, you sure? <laughs> no, seriously. Like what? Is the, like the pageant, the winner. Like you sure, won a pageant, yeah, yeah. like the county fair. I got hired at Hooters, queen. mom and dad. I'm yeah. I'm I won the pageant. <laughs> a single tear comes down the dad's. Like, That's my baby. Definitely, there is more esteem, I think, in, in especially in certain states, like down in Florida, with being a Hooters server than there was here in Canada. Hmm. But I've been to the Niagara Falls location. Great people there. I had a great time. Sure. It seems like a fun environment. Everybody's sure. on board. Exactly. The problem is when not everybody's on board. Because we all know the classic Hooters shorts. It's the orange ones. They're they're for sure short. Yeah. Um, you know. With the leggings underneath, the like leggings. The, the tan leggings. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they recently, two weeks ago, uh, sent in these new shorts that these uh, waitresses were told they had to wear. And they're a lot different. It's like a thong. Here is uh, a Hooters. I love the, the handle here on social media, on TikTok. She goes by at... The Flat Hooters Girl. (laughs) Okay. At the Flat Hooters Girl posted a video with a comparison of the old shorts versus the new shorts. All right, and then these are the old black shorts. So, like, a little bit cheekier than the orange shorts, but still, like, 
they covered everything they needed to cover. And then with the new tights, I can't even hide the front of my leggings. And oh, oh look, a wedgie. Um, so yeah, there there is no longer um any anything covered by these shorts. And this is what the problem with the new shorts is. This is why all the Hooters girls are upset. Yeah, they're saying these are not the shorts I agreed to wear when I was hired. Yeah, back in the day, she showed there's a there's a photo of her turning around and showing like what's going on, and it's like I, I don't I call you know like mom jeans. It's like that, but a thong. The waist goes up super high, but the butt is completely exposed. It's I don't at, even know if at it's, the front. There's a V though, so it comes down. It's cut in at the front. So it's like high back, high cut at the back, and then low cut at the front. Yeah. And then full on wedgie, like your butt cheeks are hanging out the bottom of these things. Yeah. it's. I guess they still have the leggings on, but like when I first saw it, I was like, geez. Like it is, it's outrageous. Like if they didn't have the leggings underneath, you wouldn't be able to serve food wearing these things. It wouldn't be food safe. No, you'd get shut down by yeah. the health department. Of course. <laughs> Not enough barriers going on here. <laughs> Well, Hooters has backtracked. They have said that they, instead of these being a mandate, like you got to wear the new wedgie shorts, they're now saying that um, the servers will have the choice. They can wear the old shorts or the new shorts. That'll be really interesting to see the internal politics of the waitresses because I, like, I wouldn't want to wear the shorts, but you know some would be like, okay, and they may get more tips just because of the nature of, of males. Uh-huh. So it's like, I wonder, I wonder what kind of contempt this is going to breed inside the company. Are they going to change the name of the restaurant to Butts? <laughs> Booters? <laughs> <laughs> and there's something we need to address here. Last week on the show, we told you a story about uh, a xylophone that had been stolen from a house in Norfolk County. The OPP put out a picture of two people, a man and a woman, carrying this massive xylophone across what looked to be a, a forest or wooded area. Mm-hmm. Not like a children's xylophone, like what I what appears to be professional... Professional grade. Industry standard xylophone. Mm-hmm. Like you, you'd see it on stage if you went to the symphony orchestra. Mm-hmm. And in the picture, the, uh, the woman was wearing what looked to be... Uh, many of our, our female listeners were like, why is she wearing just a bra? Mm-hmm. Um, may have been a bathing suit top, but... It was just a weird, a weird crime and a weird picture. We had posted it on the Taz and Jim Facebook fan page. And after our show last week, we got a a message from a guy. And what did that message say, Jim? Hey, can you take that post down? This guy's name was Justice, ironically, by the way. He asked if we could take... Uh, the photo down, which was the OPP alert about the theft. Yeah, we looking are looking for, for these suspects. Please contact us if you have any information about the xylophone heist. <laughs> so I said, what's up? Is there a problem? And they sent the screenshot of the post and said, it's this one. And then said, this was an honest mistake. We thought the house was abandoned. So I realized this is the guy in the photo with his whoever he's with, a lady friend. So he says, we thought the house was abandoned and we have gone to the OPP about it. We have been shamed enough yesterday. We have faced the consequences of our actions with the OPP and kind of just want it to go away. I said, okay, all right, brother, as long as you learned your lesson. But we don't have to talk about this on the air. But why was she only wearing a bra? Were you guys swimming at the beach or something when you uh, spotted the abandoned house? 
You don't have to answer that question, by the way, LOL. I will still, because I didn't want to make it awkward. Yeah, so, but he wants the story to be out there. So he's like, guys, like, uh, tell people what happened. Yeah, so he goes, I 100% appreciate you taking it down. So what happened is there is a beach just down a washout. We were looking for sea glass and saw that two houses had already crashed down the side of the hill from erosion. We happened to look up and see another one. And once we were done looking for sea glass, we drove to where we thought it might be. I never went into the house, but from outside, the roof was caved in and the door was wide open. My friend loves music. And when she, uh, and then she asked when she saw photos if we could take the xylophone. Thinking it was abandoned, I said, sure. I would much rather tell the truth and people think we are just low-life crackheads. I'm not even from the area. I'm from Dorchester. But as soon as I saw the OPP were looking for us, <laughs> I drove it. To Elmer, where my friend lives, grabbed the xylophone and drove it straight to the OPP station and handed it over. So, yeah, imagine that, though. You think you got a sweet score on the side of the road yeah. like when you pick up an old couch or something like that? Right. It, it, this, is, this house is about to erode down the side of the hill into the lake anyways. It's going to be sea deal? glass in a decade if you don't take it. Right. I, I thought I was saving the xylophone from imminent destruction. <laughs> So, yeah, I get it. but imagine that. You're like, you think you got a sweet score, and the next thing you know, you're like, Norfolk's most wanted. She's <laughs> blowing up all over and the place. I'm, I'm picturing this guy, like, because it was a big xylophone, so he's he's dragging this thing by himself into the police station. <laughs> it's making the sounds. I think we can close the case of the missing xylophone, boys. <laughs> File it under X. I want to see you peacock, it's time for sports. Devin Peacock from Global News Radio is here with us. And Dev, the NBA kicked off the regular season last night. What are the storylines as we uh, get going here in 2021? For a lot of fans, I think kind of enjoyable to watch the Philadelphia 76ers implode right now. Ben Simmons wants a trade from the 76ers. He was holding out until Philadelphia started uh, withholding his salary because he wasn't attending uh, preseason games. He wasn't attending practices. They said, all right, we're not going to pay you. And so he decided to show up to the team. However, yesterday he was kicked out of practice and suspended for their regular season opener tonight because he refused to participate during practice. So it seems as though he only uh, reported to Philadelphia so he could collect a paycheck, but the 76ers are taking a hard line against him, and this is a stalemate that is really turned ugly. Uh, Joel Embiid the other day was saying he doesn't care about Simmons anymore, and so I don't know how this is going to go because it's a major distraction for the team. The 76ers want full value for him, but they're not going to get it at this rate, and Ben Simmons is doing uh, terrible things to his reputation. This is just ugly every way you look at it, unless you're, say, the rest of the NBA, which must be just rubbing their hands in glee because the drama in Philadelphia is fantastic. And I don't know if I've ever had a job where if I refuse to show up for work, they're still going to pay me my full salary. <laughs> well, that's what Ben Simmons was hoping. But even then, there was talk from his side that he was willing to forgo his salary this year, which is about $30 million. And I guess that was just talk because when the 76ers actually started doing it, they said, all right, uh, we'll, we'll show up. However, 
if you show up and don't participate, that's pretty much the same thing. You actually have to try. You have to participate in defensive and offensive drills and practice. So Ben Simmons, I think, is in for a very rude awakening whenever he actually does play for the 76ers, assuming that happens, because Philadelphia crowds aren't exactly welcoming <laughs> the guys <laughs> yeah. that are in the Ben Simmons position. Yeah, they're not welcoming it to Santa Claus. They throw <laughs> ice balls at him. <laughs> he's Santa Claus, and he's trying hard. <laughs> You, you know, and it's really hard to get rid of these guys because you know Ben Simmons is going to do the exact same thing to another team if he gets moved uh, somewhere else. If he's not 100% happy, he's going to start mailing it in there too. Well, it's really a problem for the 76ers because the more they find him and suspend him, the more upset he's going to be, the less he's going to want to play. And they, they could trade him theoretically tomorrow. They would just get, you know, 50 cents on the dollar. They don't want to do that because they view him as, you know, an all-star caliber player, which he has been in the past. I'm not a huge Simmons fan. He has major offensive shortcomings, in particular shooting the ball. And in today's NBA, if you don't shoot the ball, you are incomplete player. And I don't think the 76ers are going to get the return they want or they think they can get for him. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.